Happy New Year, Locked On Braves listeners. Excited to begin another year with all of you. And on this episode, we're going to be talking about the Braves and New Year's resolutions. What are some resolutions you think the team should have going into 2023? It's also Miners Monday. We're going to take a look at Dylan Dodd. Could he get a shot this year in the Atlanta Braves rotation? He was knocking on the door last year with a big first full season for him. We're also going to talk about Braden Shoemake, somebody nobody's really talking about at the shortstop position. Could he factor in to the shortstop role for the Atlanta Braves in 2023 and beyond? We'll discuss all of that on today's episode of Locked On Braves. So let's get into it. You are Locked On Braves, your daily Atlanta Braves podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, and welcome back to Locked On Braves, part of the Locked On Atlanta Network, where we are covering your favorite Atlanta sports teams each and every day. I am your host, Jacob Mastriani. You can follow me on Twitter at ShortstopBall. Also, you can check out my new website, ShortstopBall.com, where I'll be posting articles, breaking down the Atlanta Braves, going deep, diving deep into the analytics for the Braves. Got a couple of articles up now talking about Dansby Swanson, what the Braves will miss. Got another one with Sean Murphy talking about the real value that he brings to the Braves. So please make sure you go check out the website, shortstopball.com. Comment on those articles. We can have some good discussion there as well. Appreciate the support as I get that going. Also, make sure you follow the podcast on Twitter at Lockdown underscore Brave. Send in any questions, comments, or feedback that you have for the podcast. I try to make this interactive with you, the listener, so I appreciate all your feedback there. They make sure that you subscribe to the Lockdown Braves podcast wherever you get your podcasts. As always, thanks for making Lockdown Braves your first listen of every day. Today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online, where the game starts. On today's episode, it's going to be a Miners Monday episode. We're going to talk about Dylan Dodd, Braden Shoemake in the first segment. And then we're going to get into the Braves' New Year's resolutions. We're going to talk about some of the ones that you submitted on Twitter, some that we get in chat as well. I'll give you some of mine. What do you want to see the Braves get better at in 2023? What do you want to see yourself get better at? you want to let me know your resolutions as well? Be glad to talk about those. But Let's start out with our Miners Monday segment and a couple of prospects, one that I'm really excited about, one that I think has really fallen off the map, and perhaps maybe I've even let him fall off the map more than I should, and that's Braden Shoemake. And going into this offseason, there's obviously a big hole at shortstop. You won't, you haven't heard many people talk about Braden Shoemake. I've actually heard a couple of people in the comments on YouTube and on Twitter, some people have asked about Braden Shoemake and where he could fit in. If you've listened to me for a while on here now, you know that I'm not huge on Braden Shoemake. I haven't been, honestly, for years, um, which is a bit surprising because when I saw him as a freshman in Texas A&M, I, I thought he was going to be a number one overall pick. But he just hasn't progressed with the bat really since that freshman season at Texas A&M. And, and even in the Brave system, he just hasn't gotten better with the bat however i do want to talk about him and i think it's worth mentioning him because he is solid defensively at shortstop that is the one thing about him right now is that you know all the scouts and evaluators believe he can stick defensively at shortstop so 
while the bat hasn't come come around yet, his defense may give him an opportunity to find his way into a Braves uniform this season. I still think it's unlikely, but you got to keep in mind the Braves added him to the 40-man roster, so they see some value in him. That you know doesn't mean a whole lot. They could you know trade him tomorrow for all I know, but they didn't go out and get Dansby at, to this point. They haven't gone out and gotten really anybody else. They haven't got an Elvis Andrews or a Jose Iglesias. They haven't traded for a shortstop. So right now you're going into the season. You know Von Grissom, Orlando Arcia, they'll come into spring training kind of battling for that job, but maybe somebody to keep an eye on, not as you know a long-term solution there, but maybe somebody who could fit in for a little while is Braden Shoemake. Again, you talk about the defense, and that seems to be a big priority for the Braves, and it should be at a premium position like shortstop. If Braden Shoemake really is all of that at the shortstop position defensively and Von Grissom is behind and you want to let him continue to develop at AAA, then perhaps you bring up Braden Shoemaker. Maybe you don't start him right away, but you know, let Arcia start there, see how he does, but have Braden Shoemaker on the bench as that utility guy who perhaps could come in, maybe come in in a defensive situation if you need to. Not that I think Arcia is all that terrible at shortstop either, but that just could be a path for Braden Shoemaker to finally, you know, make his big league debut. Is if he does show he can be good there defensively then perhaps the Braves bring him up at least maybe to be on the bench and and come in as an option. I I do think right now, you know, if something were to happen to Grissom or Arcia, I think you would probably have to go with Shoemaker. So a big year for him, no doubt. Either way, he's got to start showing something with the bat. Even when he was drafted, a lot of people put that Ben Zobris label on him. I never thought he would be an everyday regular as Ben Zobris was and moved around a lot, but – I do think that you know Shoemaker has that ability to at least on the infield to be able to move around, play solid defensively, but he's got to be able to deliver something with the bat. He's dealt with a lot of injuries, especially last year, that really have you know cut into his development. But we just need to see more with the bat from him. But his defense could help him find a way to the big leagues this season. Um, next one I want to talk about is Dylan Dodd, and this is somebody who. Made a lot of progress last year and and may start flying up the Braves' prospect rankings, or he will with all the prospects the Braves have traded. But Dylan Dodd, a third-round pick in 2021 out of Southeast Missouri State, left-handed pitcher, six foot two, 210 pounds, 24 years old, coming out of college, obviously, so a little bit older. Last year, like I said, really kind of broke out a strong season, a 3.36 ERA, a 1.18 WHIP, 142 innings pitched, 26 starts. 153 strikeouts to just 31 walks, showing really good command on the mound. 16 starts in high A, where he started the year, nine starts in double A, and then just a lone start in triple A to end the year. His best pitch is his fastball, which has really good spin rate, good metrics, analytics that the Braves and a lot of other teams are looking for these days, can get up into the mid-90s. He's also, as I said, with the low walk count, proven that he can have very good command with it, and that is certainly very important. You know, as good as the breaking ball has become, the best pitch in baseball is still a well-located fastball, and he has that. But in order to get to that next level, in order to become an everyday starting pitcher at the big league level, 
It's all going to depend on what how he how he comes along with his secondaries. His changeup, it's already a plus pitch. It's not as good as Jared Schuster's changeup, which, by the way, if you missed you know the Miners Monday where I talked about Jared Schuster, that changeup is is filthy. He needs a third pitch. Well, so does Dylan Dodd. He's working on a slider as well, and if that slider comes along and becomes a plus another plus pitch for him then i think we got a middle you know middle rotation starter perhaps a ceiling of a number two even Uh, i think he could be that good just because of the command so this is a really exciting prospect in my mind of somebody that could really start to you know like i said move up the ranking somebody who could debut this year i mean he made a lone start at triple a last year only nine starts at double a so I doubt they really push him that much, but it's somebody who mid-year, if he starts the year at AAA and continues to show what he did, show that great command that he had last season, it wouldn't be crazy to think that he could see his debut in 2023 for the Braves. So Dylan Dodd is somebody that I'm really excited about. I've heard, I believe it was Chris Willis over at Battery Power on a podcast he had uh, talking about how excited he is about Dylan Dodd. And so, I think he's certainly somebody, one of the Braves pitchers that you watch out for in 2023. I've talked about A.J. smith Shaver. I think he's at the top of my list and somebody that I think has the most upside. But I think Dylan Dodd, I think you could slot him into maybe top three, four Braves prospects right now, which may not be saying much with the state of the farm system, but he is somebody that seems really solid and seems like a, a good bet. You know, Again, if he can get that third pitch to stick in a big league rotation, for a good while so really excited to see what he does in 2023 so that's our miners monday segment for the year i'm interested to see what happens with shoemake if he can wiggle his way into that shortstop uh position and get his way in battle you know in there with vaughn grissom and with orlando arcia shoemake you know obviously has been jumped by grissom but he has the ability defensively to stay there and then i want to see dylan dodd build on his Good season from last year, his first full season in professional baseball. But now let's turn our attention to New Year's resolutions. What do you want to see the Atlanta Braves do better at in 2023? We'll talk about that next. BetOnline.net is your number one source for sports betting info, stats, news, and analysis this upcoming year. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there from pro football to college Football, you got the national championship game coming up this weekend. Those Georgia Bulldogs are in there once again. I know a lot of you are excited about that. What a what a couple of great games, really, over the weekend for the college football uh, national championship. Usually a weekend that's not great. Those games have been pretty boring in the past, but we had two really good ones on Saturday. And if you love sports podcasts like you love this one, you can find those at Bet Online as well. They're always the fastest and easiest way to get your betting info. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. Bet online where the game starts. So I asked some of you on Twitter, I asked all of you on Twitter, what some of your new New Year's resolutions are for the Atlanta Braves. We're going to read some of those now. Got some really good ones out here. Chris Shaffey says, Uh, His New Year's resolution for the Braves is for them to get off to a solid start on their way to a sixth straight division title. And I think uh, that's a very important one to talk about here. The ability for the Atlanta Braves to get off to a good start or at least not a terrible start, which seems like they have done the last couple of seasons. Last year, 
obviously falling behind and uh, falling 10 and a half games back the year before. I mean, they were honestly just as bad. They were just fortunate. The rest of the division didn't run away from them. So I do agree. I think that, you know, new year's resolution for the Atlanta Braves certainly should be get out to a better start, you know, right out of the gate play, you know, like they're capable of and, you know, get a winning record, get, you know, five games above 500, kind of get that cushion and never turn back, never get back below 500 and just continue to go from there. Uh, that certainly should be a New Year's resolution for the Braves. Um, Q on Twitter says, find a clear-cut number four and five starter who isn't Charlie Morton. Should have never re-signed him, in my opinion. Um, you know, whatever the case may be, Charlie Morton's coming back. I'm looking forward to him having a good year. Look, the analytics uh, they're all there saying that Charlie Morton uh, has is capable of being the Charlie Morton we've seen in the past. Home run ball just absolutely killed him last year. He's got to figure that out. But I do think, you know, New Year's resolution for the Braves, certainly figure out that back end of the rotation. You feel pretty good with Freed and Strider at the top. I do worry about a little bit of regression for Kyle Wright. But at the same time, as I just mentioned, I hope that there is going to be some bounce back for Charlie Morton next year as well. And then hopefully either one of Ian Anderson or Mike Soroka is going to, to step up in that fifth starter spot. And, you know, I think they're certainly good candidates to do that. If not, then you have Bryce Elder there as well. You have others knocking on the door at AAA um, that could potentially step up. So I think, you know, that certainly should be uh, a goal for the Braves, a resolution, whatever you want to call it. And I think it's something that'll be exciting to watch in spring training. I cannot wait to see Mike Soroka get after it in spring training. I'm really hoping for a big year from him. Uh, Peter says, Happy New Year. Wonder if Braves try to stay under the luxury tax next year. And if not, get over it too much this year. If no realistic belief they can re-sign Freed so they can maximize picks and compensation from qualifying offer. Um I think the New Year's resolution for the Braves, as far as the tax is concerned, is to just forget about it. I mean, they're over it at this point. Yes, that's not official. It goes by what it is at the end of the year, not the beginning. So they technically could still try to get under the tax. But I think at this point, just go for it. Um, you know, go sign some other upgrade the rest of your your bench pieces, as they've kind of been doing lately with these smaller trades. Uh, Max Freed, I I've been saying for a while, I think he's gone. Uh, I think the Braves will get another solid pick uh, when he signs another team, just like they did with Dansby Swanson. Double um, A Alex says, my, re my resolution is to make it to Atlanta to catch a series this year. I haven't been to a game since 2018. Yeah, you got to make that happen. Look, over 3 million fans last year. I was, I was, I was not excited about the move uh, to Truist. Field now SunTrust or uh, I or was SunTrust now Truist. I love Turner Field. Uh, that's you know kind of where I I grew up going to a lot of games. Um, but I gotta say the atmosphere around Truist has become you know really fun. It is a at least for me because I'm coming from from Alabama. It is a it's become a weekend trip. You know it's a it's a planned vacation, and it certainly is a lot of fun. So hopefully a lot of you can make some games. This year, yeah, I agree. Georgia Bulldog will. I'm, I miss Turner Field. I love that field. Some great memories there. But I do also in love love the atmosphere that's going on at Truist. Um, Gus says to not make my wife mad about how much brave stuff I'm going to buy. 
this year. Yeah, I mean, you can see it uh, behind me. My, I, I deal with that as well uh, with my wife. But, you know, got to do what you got to do for the team. Justin Reeves says resolution needs to be to take advantage of the competitive window. All of these extensions and work has been done to win the World Series, paying a bit over, paying an extra year, maybe do it and resolve to appreciate the window we are in. That's what rebuilds were for. I agree with this to a degree, um, but the only time we've really seen Alex Anthopoulos stretch, you know, going an extra year, going the extra dollars was Marcelo Zuna in free agency. And we've kind of seen what that, you know, how that's turned out. That doesn't mean every deal is going to turn out that way, but you got to be smart about it as well. But I do agree they're in this competitive window. I think more so don't hold on to prospects, which he he hasn't. I mean, the, the cupboard is, is bare right now. But if there's a player out there, if there's a Brian Reynolds and you can go get him and you have to give up you know, every piece that you have in the in your farm system, then I think you go do it. As far as, you know, dollars and long-term contracts, you know, those can absolutely cripple and ruin a competitive window. So you got to be smart about that. But I do agree, this is a competitive window to win a World Series. If there's a right move out there, go get it done, pull the trigger. I agree with that. Um, all right, uh, there's a couple more from, from G on here as well, uh, who said, fix left field either by trade, bringing back Duvall, get rid of Rosario and Ozuna. I uh, don't really care how they do it. Uh, somebody else, uh, I mentioned it the other day with Grant McCauley on. I have a lot of listeners on here who love Adam Duvall. I just, I don't, I don't see it happening. The outfield situation is getting, getting kind of crowded. Um, I think you just have to hope that Rosario has a bounce back season. He doesn't even have to be great. He just has to be an above average player. And I think you can live with that, especially, you know, you got a platoon situation there. If you can get two war, out of that left field position, which I think was projected to get you know less than that for sure. I think less than one war is what Fangraphs had the left field position projected for the Atlanta Braves. Then I think you can be just fine because they're good pretty much everywhere else. Um, uh, New York and Georgia sports highlights says improve the bullpen. I think the bullpen's already pretty solid. Um, all right, I want to take another break here and then get into the chat section. Got some questions rolling in that we'll answer. Also, some other New Year's resolutions that we will get to as well. If you're looking for a delicious treat but don't want all the fat and calories, then you got to try a Built Bar. Uh, we just got through the holidays, and I know my goal is to eat a little healthier this year. I'm sure you have that same goal as well. You don't want to compromise taste, then you may have to just may have the thing just for you. You got to try Built Bars. You've heard us talk about them for a while. They are healthy and they taste amazing. They're so delicious. They're 100% real chocolate. They have unbelievable flavors as well. One of my favorites right now, the peanut butter brownie. Uh, it is truly amazing. It's as good as it sounds and it's healthy for you. Again, it's just like eating a healthy candy bar. There's only 130 calories in these things, four grams of sugar with a whopping 17 grams of protein. And not only can you order them online like you always could at built.com, but now they're available at your local Walmart and Sam's Club in the pharmacy section. So make sure you swipe through and get some of those, get you an 18 count box uh, for you know getting healthy for this season. Go grab you some Built Bars. It's a great way to get healthy and eat something delicious. Go to built.com or go check these out at Walmart and Sam's Club. 
All right, jumping back into your New Year's resolutions as well as some of your comments that you have. Alex Rollins says uh, New Year's resolution is better situational hitting. Homers are great, but so is clutch. So is a clutch hit. Divisional rivals have good pitchers who won't give up the homer that easy. Let's learn how to bunt. I'll be careful now, Lex. You're going to get canceled in the baseball world for mentioning the word bunt. But I do agree with at least the first part of that. Would like to see some better situational hitting. I feel like the Braves do rely on the home run too much. And look, when you hit as many as they do, second in all in baseball last year, you're going to score a lot of runs. But I've been saying for for years now, you got to do, got to find a way to score without the home runs. Because I agree, you know, you had the dead in baseballs a little bit last year. There's so much good pitching in the NL East. I think up and down the lineup, you got to look for different ways to score runs. Uh, Hollywood says, what are your thoughts on left field? Do the Braves have anyone in the minors in the outfield? Well, they had Justin Henry Malloy, and then they traded him for one year of Joe Jimenez, which I I still don't get. But, um, yeah, there's not really much in the minors right now uh, that, that could make a difference this year. Like I kind of said earlier, I think you're, you're going to have to hope that Eddie Rosario has the bounce-back season. I think he's certainly capable. I mean, the guy couldn't see at the beginning of last year. They brought in a lot of options for outfield. I think you just kind of play them, hope somebody gets hot, has a big year, can kind of carry that situation, and then maybe at the trade deadline you look to to make an upgrade there. Um, uh, Chandler Bryan asked about Mitch Hanniger. He went to the Giants. He's off the board. Georgia Bulldog Will says Von, Gr- Von Grissom will be at shortstop. I think, think he's certainly the favorite, but he's going to have to earn it in spring training. User says need Anderson and Soroka to assert themselves as number four starters. Um, Dubstep Classic says more contact and on-base percentage. I'm all for that. It kind of goes with um, what Lex said earlier. More situational hitting, getting on base, more contact. I think that's going to be, again, with the rule changes as well, the shift kind of going away. I think contact, putting the ball in play, especially all the speedy players the Braves have. And, you know, Acuna – Harris, Albies, you know, they have some good speed in the lineup. Putting the ball in play, I think, is going to become even more important on base. You know, getting on base, would love to see more of that from the Braves as a New Year's resolution as well. Um, uh, SA Lock 57, if the if left field can produce offensively, a defensively competent shortstop is more important than a bat-first shortstop. I, I agree with that as well. I, and look, if you put Grissom there, I feel fine about the bat. I really do. But how much does he hurt you defensively? And I don't know that. I don't know. I've heard a lot of you say that you think Grissom will be fine defensively, and maybe he will. You know, and I was the one who said last season when people said that he can't stay at shortstop, I think he's too young to put that label on him. I think he can certainly grow into that position. I don't know that he can do it in one off season, But if he's there, I feel fine about the bat. I worry about, you know, the defense, obviously. Uh, but I think that's a great, great point from S.A. Locke, who says, you know, if you can find somebody competent in left field, you know, then you can just run with somebody that's solid defensively at shortstop and feel fine. But uh, I think kind of the point there is, too, you can't have a negative offensively at both positions. You know, you can either go all defensive one and, and try to go for offense at the other. But I don't think you can't you can't have a negative offense, an offensive output at both of those positions. 
Um, Georgia Bulldog Will says, I want to see the Braves bullpen improve this upcoming season. I think the bullpen has been good, and I think it will be good again. Um, uh, Andrew, I don't think they're signing uh, Bauer after the Dodgers release him. I've heard a lot of that as well. S.A. Locke also says, as far as New Year's resolutions, I like to see starting pitchers manage the number of pitches and routinely go seven or more innings per start to save the bullpen. I think the Braves starters were actually really good at this last year. I think they were probably at least top 10 in the league in terms of starters innings pitched. I'll say for Spencer Strider, um, would love to see him. Obviously, I want to see him pitching all the time, but I would love to see him, you know, be a little bit more efficient and, and go deeper into some games and work into that seventh inning more often. But I do believe that is something that the Braves did a pretty good job of last year. But, uh, you know, obviously would love to see that happen even more. And I think it's certainly possible with Max Freed, Charlie Morton, you know, Kyle Wright, who certainly is a contact pitcher, and Spencer Strider, you know, he just strikes out so many people that he's racking up the pitches. Uh, but I do think, you know, would love to see them continue to do that in 2023 as well. Um, user says, think Ian and Soroka have bounced back year. I do. Uh, I've talked about this the other day. I watched the start from Ian Anderson last year, and it, it just it seems like he's right there to be so good. There's just a couple of tweaks he needs to make. And I think he can get to that level. For Soroka, it's just about getting healthy and getting comfortable uh, with his, you know, with his body and the new mechanics that he's trying to employ to take some of the stress off of his, um, you know, off of his legs, off of his shoulder that he had, you know, he's had issues with before, even before, you know, all the Achilles stuff. So for Soroka, it's just about getting healthy, getting comfortable. But I think they're both certainly of having, certainly both capable of having good years and just. To go back to the last point about the Brave starters going deep in the games, they had the seventh most innings from their starters last year. So, again, they did a good job of it last year, but I do think it's certainly important uh, to do that again this coming up year. Jeffrey Cockerham says, you think Profar or Pollock is an option for left field? Again, it's getting crowded. I like uh, I like Pollock especially as a platoon guy, but they already got Luplo, you know, to be their right-handed complement to Rosario. It's not that they couldn't let any of those guys go and you know, would not really cost them anything financially, but I just think it's crowded situation already. You know, To bring in one of those guys, you'd have to kick somebody out. Again, not the end of the world to kick any of those guys out right now. I do like Pollock profile. Uh, I'm not as high on, uh, except for the fact that you know he can play infield and outfield as well, and I like that versatility. Um. Hollywood says resolution is to pay a Max Freed. Yeah, a lot of you wanting wanting that to happen. I just I don't see it. Max Freed, you know, as part of the the union, he's not going to take a hometown discount. And if we've learned anything over the past couple of seasons, if you're not willing to take a hometown discount, in the case for Dancy Swanson, a huge hometown discount, then you will not be continuing your your career in Atlanta. Um, uh, user says turn prospects into major league players via tree trade minor league prospects don't win titles. And I agree. That's where I think the Braves are at this point uh, is that, you know, they have a, a proven winner contender on the field at the major league level. This to me is the time you're in that window where you use those prospects to go upgrade with major league talent. 
And I certainly think that's where they are. The Braves have also done a great job of knowing the talent to hang on to and the talent to let go of. There's really hasn't been anybody yet, and I'm sure there will be, you know, a couple uh, prospects they've traded that, you know, have really taken off. Uh, so I think the Braves have done an outstanding job of that. No, there's no chance in the Braves trading Ozuna for Bauer. I think the Dodgers are just going to cut him. Um, Georgia Bulldog will, or, or sorry, John Wynn said, I'd like to see the Braves strike out less and have a better on-base percentage. I think that somebody else mentioned that one as well earlier, and I definitely would love to see more of that. Um, sorry, looking for a couple of more here before we get out. Uh, user says, if Max is gone and the Pirates want a King's Ransom for Reynolds, could you see them including Max in a trade for Reynolds? No, of Kind of talked about this several times as well. People have been saying, should they go ahead and trade Max Fried if you're not going to resign him? No, because of what we just talked about. This team is in contention to win now. They have a better chance of winning a World Series with Max Fried at the top of their rotation. So just ride out the, these couple of years with Max Fried, enjoy them, hopefully win another World Series with them, and then wish him you know, all your best moving forward. Um, another question about Bauer. No, I don't think Bauer is a fit for the Braves. All right, that'll do it for this episode of a Locked On Braves. Again, Happy New Year to all of you. I'm really looking forward to another season with you. Appreciate all the support that you gave me through 2022. It was an amazing year here at Locked On Braves. Thank you so much for all that you've done for the show and the interactions that we have. Again, make sure you go over to shortstopball.com as well and read some of those articles I posted. Comment. We can talk about those there. It's been a tremendous year. I've had a lot of fun doing this. Looking forward to doing it again in 2023 and a new season for Atlanta Braves right around the corner. Again, thanks for making Lockdown Braves your first listen of the day. Now go make your second listen, Locked On MLB, where MLB expert Paul Francis Sullivan brings humor, passion, and a unique perspective talking about every team from around the league, not just one team like we do here. He talks about every team. You can go subscribe to that podcast, the same place you do here on the Odyssey app, YouTube, or wherever you get your podcast. Again, Happy New Year. Thanks, you all, for joining me. Make sure you subscribe to us on wherever you get your podcast. Subscribe on YouTube. Follow us on Twitter, Lockdown underscore Braves. Follow me at shortstopball. Go check out my work over at shortstopball.com as well. But again, that'll do it for this episode, and we will talk to you next time. Hey, this is Stacey Gotsoulias, DC Lundberg, Ryan Finkelstein, Taylor Blake Ward, host of Locked On Yankees, Locked On Mariners, Locked On Mets, Locked On Angels, and you're listening to Locked On Braves. Locked On Braves. Locked On Braves. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. 